right, we are recording. Welcome to the podcast. This is the fifth episode, and we're coming to you live from GameSwap, located here in beautiful, beautiful downtown LinkedIn in the great state of North Carolina. Once again, this is the podcast with Jason and Mike. I'm Jason. I'm Mike. And like I said, once again, we are coming to you from the Pud Cave, located right here in GameSwap. Uh, Mikey, once again, thank you for letting us come and set up here. Once again, thank you for setting up a studio this nice and uh, just giving us Pud something to do, man. I, I appreciate it. No, absolutely, man. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun, and it's a lot of fun every week. I always look forward to doing this. Th- this is probably, as far as, as it goes for things to do, this is definitely what I look forward to more than anything through the week. But, uh, Mike, I heard a rumor you didn't do a whole lot yesterday on a <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. You know what, Mike? Before we do that, though, brother, let, let me stop myself because... This week's episode, we're going to be talking about Comic-Con culture. Yes. We're going to be talking about geekdom, as they call it. Uh, nerd culture, as some people have called it. But before we get into that, Mike, um, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, man, as busy that you have been, but the scene, I guess you could say the geekdom scene, the, the Comic-Con scene, lost a very important person this week, uh, a man by the name of John Schnepp. Yeah. Uh, are you familiar? I, I, well, yeah, I didn't hear about that until actually last night when I got in, you know, about it was about eight nine o'clock when i got in yesterday from you know tearing everything down yeah it was just wow yeah he uh he unfortunately passed away on july 19th that also happens to be my birthday which is you know really just uh you know it's really a bummer man this man was very important in the scene you know uh most people would probably know him from metapocalypse you know uh, he also wrote and directed Superman. What happened to Superman yeah. lives? Um, a great documentary. If you haven't watched this documentary, it's outstanding. Uh, I was more familiar with him with his work on Collider Video. I'm a I'm a fan of Collider Video okay. uh, on YouTube, and he was a panelist. And I, I believe you know he had something to do with those shows. You know, in the back in the background behind the scenes. So I just want to take this moment just to remember John. Absolutely. Definitely, given um, what we are going to talk about today, uh, it's an unfortunate thing, but. Our condolences, and um, I'd like to dedicate this episode to his memory, Mike, um, to, to give a little bit of a tribute to a man that helped bring Comic-Con culture really to the masses. Absolutely, it, did. In a lot of ways. But, you know, speaking of Comic-Cons, Mike, once again, uh, yesterday, pretty boring day, would you say? I mean, boring. Hey, uh, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was kind of a you know, chill Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, nothing like a Sunday, but you know, is what it was. It wasn't no, easy. I, no, I don't even want to go into that yet. I mean, hold on, because there was another big event this week. Okay, that would have been your birthday. It was my birthday. It was. Yeah, it, it, it was. Um, yeah. In, in fact, puds, you know, this actually reminds me of something that I thought about the other week. You know, if anybody has a birthday that'd like to get a shout out on the podcast, hey, let us know. We'll do it, man. We'd love to do that. But yeah, um, yes. 43 years ago, I was uh, brought into this world, kicking and screaming, and I've uh, been kicking and screaming ever since. 43? <laughs> yes, sir. Wow. Yes, sir. I'm getting a little long in the tooth. Oh, <laughs> I've seen a little bit more gray and a little less hair. What, more, what little bit of hair I got left is turning gray a little bit. But, uh, you know, Mike, it's been a great 43 years, and I'm looking forward to at least 43 more, if not more, and I'm hoping that a lot of those will uh, be on the podcast. Exactly. Well, I hope I look that good when I get to 43. You know, I'm not, <laughs> hey, not quite out of my 30s yet. Oh, yeah. well, well, God almighty. Okay, if anybody has a, a BS meter, <laughs> it just went all the way. That, that needle got buried, bro. <laughs> I was going to say, Mike, get that far behind me, brother. 
But, uh, you know, speaking of old people, I ran into an old friend of mine yesterday at the Comic-Con here in LinkedIn. Uh, Brian Drum. I want to give Brian Drum a shout-out. Man, he's been listening to us from day one, and uh, I, it was great seeing him. And that is my oh, oldest friend. I've known him since kindergarten. Oh, I know. We ran into a, a lot of old friends yesterday. Yes, we did. A lot. Yes. Well, you know, Mike, we, we let, let's back up. What what was going on yesterday? Exactly. Okay. So we had the Be a Hero Lincoln Comic Con going on yesterday. Um, it was, oh man, it was it was phenomenal. It was. Uh, it was. It was a lot of fun. A lot of hard work, and I'm sure. feeling it today. <laughs> I was feeling it last night more, but today still feeling it. So I'm just kind of yeah. <laughs> A little more relaxed, a little more chill, and just kind of taking it easy. But uh, no, it was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of people. A lot, a lot of people. Yes. Um, and, you know, it was it was just a great time. It was, Mike. You know, uh, once again, you know, us being personal friends, best friends for for God, I guess, fifteen or sixteen years old. You know, you y'all y'all can do the math. Yeah. <laughs> you know how long it's been. It's been a long time since me and Mike have been close. And as a friend, and also as a citizen of this town, that we, you know, we, we talk about how much we love this town. Thank you for all the work you did, man. I know that you were a, a huge part of this thing, and you, you know, I, I think people should realize that you're not doing this for monetary reasons. You know, yeah. you're not doing this to get rich. I mean, Lord, hell, man, I think anybody that knows anything knows you're not going to get rich doing a small business yeah. or doing things like this. You're just not. Um, but it's you giving back to this community. The proceeds go to our schools here in the community. So, Mike, you man, as a as a friend and as a citizen, thank you, thank right. you for all the hard work and thank you for giving myself and apparently thousands, if yeah, not more yeah, people, yeah. something really fun to do, Mike. Absolutely, you know, I mean, you know, and, and, you know, it's just not it's not just me. You know, a lot sure. of people worked really hard to get this thing on. Absolutely, you know, everybody from us, the volunteers, the vendors, artists. Mm-hmm everybody you know you know we have so many people to thank for this because right. so many so many people put so much hard work into it it's a team effort it is it, it, it wouldn't happen it wouldn't happen if it weren't for everybody exactly exactly man and you know and most of all you know the people that came that's to what, support it yeah that, i was about to say and we can't leave out the the people right. that, that show up man and and really you know the thing about and first of all let's let's also call it what it is this is our first episode that's non-wrestling related right yeah exactly you, you know, know. we'll pop something in there i'm sure oh, at, at some point yes i mean we have <laughs> to bring you got to reference it at some point uh, you know, yes it, it just kind of ties together it does it does mike and you know when we first started this thing we were like we're going to be primarily pro wrestling old school old school pro wrestling but we're going to do pop culture as well. And I think what better way to introduce a pop culture subject than a, a, a convention that brings all pop culture together. Yes. This is what I love about the Comic-Con culture, geekdom as they call it. You know, Remember back in the day when geek was a derogatory term? Now oh, yeah. it's yeah. a term of endearment. Kind of like PUD. Exactly. Kind of like PUD exactly. in a way. You know, It started out maybe maybe not in the best of intentions. No, no. But it, it did. It's turned you, know, going, you go back to like films like Revenge of the Nerds. Nerds, yes. That's Revenge great. of the Nerds. That, that's that's the the one that I, I look to that that kind of you know brought it out. Yes. You know, and you know you it, even kind of kind of made it cool. Yeah. It, it really yeah. did. It made it cool because right. you know the nerds. You, you know that's one thing, man, about culture. I think especially when we were growing up, you know, we got a lot of that. Well, if you're a nerd, you're not cool. If you're smart, you're not cool. If right. you're in the comic books, you're not cool. You know, and and, and as we progress as society, we realize that that's. And, and excuse my language, I am making a very good effort to, to lo- lighten up my profanity. 
But in this particular case, bullshit is the only words right. that tend to really do it justice yeah. because that's it, what it is. And that's what I love about Comic-Con culture, and that's what I loved about yesterday. Because, Mikey, it brings all my favorite things together. It brings, you know, comics, obviously. Yes. It brings horror movies. Yes. Uh, old school retro, like, toys and action oh, figures, yeah. collectibles. Yeah. Um, you know, video, video right. games. You right. know, we can't leave out video games, you know. And, and I, obviously, you know, fantasy, you know, like Lord of the Rings type stuff, Harry Potter type stuff, you know. Uh, once again, I'm a Trekkie, a huge Star Trek fan. There was so much Star Wars and Star Trek stuff going on. Yeah. And, and not only that, Mike, but it's a community. It's family. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. You could, yeah, you can, you can definitely feel like that that bond. It is with everybody. It truly is, man. In fact, me and Robbie McGallard, another shout out. You know, every week I want to try to get some shout outs and, and uh, post it on our website or on our Facebook site, I should say, and just to give acknowledgement to our friends. And uh, Robbie was with us, and or with me when I, you know, showed up to Comic Con, and we were talking about how it felt like we were home. Yes, it feels like home. Yeah, you know, and uh, like I said, Mike, it, it was well, kind of, it kind of is a homecoming for you, being a uh, former uh, Lincoln High. Oh yes, you know, uh, <laughs> it's funny you mention that. When I pulled into the it. parking lot, I told Robbie, I looked at him and I said, I swear to God, I never stepped foot in this. GD building again, <laughs> <laughs> and only something as cool as the Comic Con. And don't get me wrong, man. I, you know, high school wasn't that bad, but you know, it wasn't that great either. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I was definitely like, if I never step foot in that building again, it'd be too soon. But then yesterday, I was like, uh, thank God, I'm yeah. back here. Yeah. You know, and and right when we and you'd in, never been there since they made all the changes. No, I haven't. And added all the, no, all the stuff, you know, with the the new gym, the second gym. Right, first the, time that that lobby way. I mean, it's it's it was it's an amazing time. You know, just seeing that, it's it's an incredible sight. It is. I mean, it, it, it's just a wonderful place. Everybody yes. there was just so accommodating. Oh, man. I mean, the people that we encountered, you know, friend, obviously friends. I ran into so many people. It's so funny. Robbie's like, man, are you the mayor? Because I swear I couldn't get three steps without seeing someone. And uh, I was like, well, if there is a mayor, it's Mike Payne. Right. right. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you know, I remember going in there, uh, you know, and I had met Mr. Orley, the, the principal. Uh you know, a couple other times. So I remember going in there. Uh, third was it? Third? No, it was Friday. Friday we were doing the early setup, and uh, you know, just to go up to ask him a question, Mister Worley. I, yeah, I feel like yes, I feel like that kid again. Yes, just like Mister Worley. Can I <laughs> can I please? Yeah, I actually ran into my old art teacher. You know, obviously we're peers now. You know, I'm in my forties. You uh -huh. know, he's probably in his fifties or something, give or take. And, and I was like, Mr. Sigmund, yeah. you know, yeah, right. because that was that was who he was right. for years. You know, then I, I called him by his first name, you know, as we started talking. I'm like, man, he, he's not my teacher anymore, you know. But but it's like you said, man, those habits are hard to break. And yeah. it's also just that, that matter of respect exactly. that, that comes with it. I know, time, right? You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it felt like a kid again in there. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, even walking in, you know, I was like, oh, my God. And, in fact, it was funny because uh, my friend Robbie went outside to smoke a cigarette uh -huh. wearing a Misfits T-shirt. And it actually brought me back. And even right. I didn't smoke cigarettes, you know, myself. Oh, yeah. But everybody I knew did. Everybody wore yeah. Misfits shirts. And I'm like, oh, my well, God, know, man, yeah. it's 1992 again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you know I, I'm here, you know, because I'm a smoker. And, you know, going outside to smoke, I was, were, were leery, you looking around? I was leery about... <laughs> 
where should I go? Yeah, should look around I, your should shoulder. Should I just go, go off, to the bathroom? Then? Go off the property, or you know, what? What? Where, Sneak in the bathroom? Like what I'm should I do here? You know, I don't want to get, get in trouble. trouble. I don't want to get in trouble for this. ISS, bro. You know, you know in school suspension. So, <laughs> well, Mike, that was a lot of fun. It was, you know, and it doesn't help to feel like a kid again where you're seeing all this stuff. You know, especially oh. like you know the old toys that the yes, vendors have. Yes. You know. You know, Mike, one thing that uh, I believe we talked about yesterday, I would love just to have had a few hundred dollars of disposable income. Oh, I know. But, it's, but, it's easy. But it's it would so be easy. gone. It'd it be would, gone in 30 seconds, it, man. It's so easy. It, it would be gone. So yeah. it, it's almost it, almost just as good not to have the extra cash because then you don't have to figure out what you can get. Right. You know, it's right. like, well, I, just, I really can't get anything this year. Whereas, oh, you got a hundred bucks. My God, man, there's so much. So much cool stuff. And you know, Mike, what really caught my attention, more so than last year, which let's be completely honest, man, last year was great. It was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal. This year, eclipsed it so much. Well, you know, we, it, it doubled, you know, obviously. Everything yes. doubled in size. Yes. And, and I think not only just size, but just the enthusiasm. Man. Right. You know, just the vibe that was going on was just so... For, for, I think the kids use the term lit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was lit. It was definitely lit. It was lit, yeah. man. And, and I mean, it was so cool. But one thing that really grabbed my attention is that you had uh, collectibles. You know, you had your old school toys, retro toys. You also had collectible toys. But on the flip side of that, man, you had so much custom work. Oh, yeah. Uh, like yeah. our friend Chris Eisenberg with right. Screwbiter Studios, I think, is a great example. And not uh, obviously not the only example. But, you know, being a personal friend, I can I can point his out, his stuff out. Man. He does such amazing work. It, it is. It's incredible. It's unsurpassed. Yeah. You know, I've always said, man, maybe somebody is just as good as him, but there's nobody better. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He is unsurpassed. Um, man, it's all custom. Uh, Screwbiter Studios, you know, once again, if you're listening to this and you're not familiar, go check his stuff out. Now, the opinions expressed on Screwbiter Studios may not definitely reflect the podcast. I was going to get that little disclaimer out, but man, his work is tremendous yes and it wasn't just him and i saw like a magic wand uh set up for the harry potter this yeah it's all custom made it's all, every piece is unique every piece has personality and and characteristics to it all unto itself so once again people if you went to the comic con man you had a great time if you didn't you missed out but there's next year oh absolutely there's definitely next year <laughs> yes I mean, i'm glad it's a year away yeah i, I was going to say once uh i ran into another friend of ours uh wes wentworth uh i know you know yes. wes uh wes is a geek just like the rest of us you know he's gonna get a shout out this week and he's built like bane jesus man he pisses me off to be completely honest with you man he is the same <laughs> age as us and he is in better yeah. shape than he, most people in their twins yes I mean, uh, his his physical fitness level, man, is unsurpassed. I believe he actually does some personal training. So if you want to get your ass in shape... I don't know why he doesn't cosplay. Wait, I think he did some, maybe, I don't know. He should. He should he all should, the time. all the time. Absolutely, yeah. man. Uh, but a great guy as well. And we, and we got to talking, and I was like, you know, man, I really wish this thing was every week. Right. But then again, of course, you know, it would take away from it, you know. And obviously, I don't want to see Mikey fall out. You know, no. at this age, you know, because no, no. I know Bill's every that's, week. That's gonna no, yeah. We'd only have you for a few more years, right? <laughs> before you either went yeah. insane yeah. or passed away. Exactly. You know? But you know, Mike, let me ask you, brother, what all? Uh, and, and I know, man, obviously that that this is a team effort, but what goes into this thing, man? Like, what do you? I mean, it's to me, it's so many moving parts, man. I can't even wrap my head around it. Um. 
Wow. Um, I, I know it's a hell of a question. I'm springing on you here. Yeah. Uh, everything that goes into it. Well, uh, obviously, you know, just securing the location mm -hmm. is number one. Right. Um, and getting the date set for that. Uh, getting the times, you know, where everybody's comfortable with, you know, what times we're going and, and everything. Just making sure everybody's on the same page right. as far as, you know, the, the building, the facility and everything. Right. Um, and then getting your you, vendors, you get your vendors, you get your artists, yes. your special guests, exhibitors. Right. Kind of like the Ghostbusters. Right. And, yeah. And, right. Which was awesome. Yeah. I mean, exactly. as soon as I walked up, I see the Ghostbuster car. I'm like, oh man, we're yeah. here. You know, and, you know, I tell you what, you know, and that's some of the stuff you have to deal with too, is because the original Ghostbusters car we were getting broke right. down. Right. I remember you put and, a post about that. And right. could not be repaired. Right. In time, right, for, right. for the the concert. Was so, there just too much slime in the engine? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that slime takes a lot of time, man, to, to get out. There, you know? <laughs> you know, there, there was no engine. There was only Zool. <laughs> nice, man. Nice. Anybody gets that? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Well, you're listening to the right exactly. podcast, you know. If not, then you need to go back yeah. and, uh, and get educated on these things. <laughs> but, but you know, so at, you know, at that point, he had to replace, you know. The Ghostbusters Ecto One with the Supernatural Impala. Right, right. You know, Which and we already sweet. had the. Oh, it's nice. Oh my God, it's so nice. It's it's so nice. The ladies love that one. Yeah, and the I'm ladies not, love that one a lot. I know, just because of the the show. The show. The, but man, I'm not much of a car guy, but oh my God, I wanted to take that thing home with me so bad. I mean, it is just a sweet, sweet ride, hey, brother. Well, see, I was more, I was more excited. Probably for the Jurassic Park Jeep. That was awesome. I mean, just because <laughs> that was cool, man. I yes. love the movies. I love Ghostbusters. Yeah, I, no, that's I, my I thing. Man. But yeah, the yeah. Jurassic Park ones, that's that's pretty dang that, awesome. That was cool as well, man. And of course, we had the inflatable Stay Puft Marshmallow, man. Yes. That's the first thing that was we saw. cool. Oh my god, we yeah. saw that from the road. I'm yeah. like, we are here. But you know, there again, you know, you know, we had that hiccup, you know, and you always have have you know stuff that it's out of your control sure, sure. and hiccup, but. Um, Southern Bell Ghostbusters, you know, they stepped up and got in the, you know, the Prius, the, the Ecto 0.5. Okay. Uh, which is the smaller one. Right, right. And then, you know, the of course, the classic Ecto 1 as well. Right. So that worked out well, you know. Right. And the problems, you know, and then you have something that cool that happens. So. That, right, it kind of balances it out. Right, I would say, you know, and, and man, in fact, I would even go as far as say it's not even balanced out because you, at least from an outsider, you have way more cool stuff. Exactly. You know, because yeah. I know you've kept me a little bit in the loop with some of the things that's been going on, right. and and obviously, it's like you said, man, you're you're never going to have something without a hiccup. Hell, even the podcast has hiccups. Exactly. You, you know, we've yeah. had a hiccup about every week with something. Right. You, you, you know. always have something that, that's going to go wrong. Right. Uh, Murphy's Law. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. But I also noticed, you know, uh, some other things that really caught my attention was the cosplayers. Oh my! Wow, gosh. man, the, the the amount of effort. I was, and I was. Talent. Oh, it's 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 mind boggling. It's incredible. It is, man. It's so cool. I was know? I was taken off guard last year, right? Because I I expected the crowd. I did not expect that many cosplayers last year. Right. That threw me off. Right. That that shocked me. This year didn't disappoint either. Man, this year was wow. I yeah. mean, 
you know, I, I mean, and it's all kinds of cosplay. You, obviously, you got your Star Wars. You yes. Know, a lot of DC as well. Right. Um, I hear there was even a Vulcan walking around, a Romulan, excuse me. There was a Romulan walking around. Uh, but And that was something else. Some like, say it was an elf. Some say it was a hobbit. Now some... the, ooh, now the elf stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> I got insecurities about my height. Also, uh, <laughs> oh, is you. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you heard it here on the podcast first, people. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, Mike, that's, that brings up a little bit of a, of a point, man. You had people like me who just went out and bought some Spock ears mm-hmm. walking around. Then you had people... Like the Superman Wonder Woman cosplayers. Oh, wow. Wow, man. Yeah. These wow. people look like they were straight out of the movie, straight out of the comic books. Yes. Um, the Like I said, man, the amount of detail and passion that these people, and I know some cosplayers as well, and the amount of passion they put into this thing is, is, is mind-boggling, yes. man. It's so awesome. It's almost like you get Halloween in July. That's what I'm saying. You know, I love it. I love it. Yes. I, I, you know, and... I don't know if you've ever seen the show before, Gravity Falls. No, I'm not the, familiar. The cartoon. Uh, I'm a huge fan. You know, even my daughter dressed up as Mabel this oh, year oh, that's for cool. her cosplay. I, I did not know that. That's awesome. Uh, and they have this whole episode dedicated to Summerween. Call it Summerween. Oh, okay. Summerween. Like, kind of like what we had yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like I said, man, it was just so cool. We also, some uh, something else that was going on that I want to talk a little bit about because I need to get the information for this, was there was a band playing yesterday. Yes. Oh, my God. Who? Second year in a row. Okay, now I wasn't familiar with yes. them last year. What was the band's name? Antler Hill. Antler Hill. That's why I couldn't find them on YouTube yesterday. Yes. I was looking up the wrong thing. Antler <laughs> Antler Hill. Okay. A-N-T- Oh my gosh! But like like Derek Yes, like Derek. Yes, A N Antler. Sunday <laughs> Sunday spelling is not good, people. No, man, this oh, is God. easy like Sunday morning, but spelling A- is not easy. A N T L E R. And it's Hill. H I L L. Okay, I was looking up Antler Ridge, and I kept coming up with Alter Bridge. <laughs> right, right. I was Antler like, wow, this Hill. man's got a yeah. lot of views. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, that band. Let me just you know, being a musician myself. And somebody who who plays fairly regularly, you know, I try to keep my chops up and everything. Man, this band was really good. There's only two. It was a female and a, and a female vocalist. Yes. And a, a guy playing guitar, and they played with backing tracks. I'm assuming that they produced themselves beforehand. Yes. And, and had it, you know, rigged up, you know, automatically to play along with the songs. But man, this band was phenomenal. I mean, I was, you know, you see some local bands, you're like, they're okay, you know, right. whatever. This band was very good, so listeners, go check these guys oh, out. Oh, my God, they're they, so good. They were tremendous. Yes. Um, and I'm glad I got the right name, yep. so now I can actually go home and look up some of their music and enjoy it. We'll, we'll put some links and stuff on our on this podcast. Um, but, you know, man, once again, Mike, it was just such a phenomenal time. And, you know, let's talk a little bit about the actual people and the culture itself, you know. Well, tell, let, me, let me, before we get off the, the actual, let me ask you. Okay. As far as, you know, say like vendor-wise. Right. Uh, what was the coolest thing you saw yesterday? Oh, man. I hit you with a load of questions. Now you're hitting me with there you one. Go. There you go. <laughs> Life is balanced. Right. Uh, wow, man. Well, bef- before I go into it, let me tell you what me and Robbie said. This was kind of how we compared it. And I want to be very, I want to be careful how I word this. Okay. We, it's how we put it. We were like, this is a flea market of the absolute coolest stuff you can have. In other words, if you go to 50 flea markets, myself personally, there may be one or two tables per flea market uh-huh. that I'm going to be attracted to. This this uh, convention, man, this Comic-Con, was all that in one place and more. Right. You know, not only was it, you know, 
I guess, like I said, when I say flea market, I just mean kind of an open range type mm-hmm. marketplace. Right. Uh, but it also had the best stuff from like toy stores, from video game stores, like yes. GameSwap, yes. you know. Uh, my favorite, you know, oh. Because <laughs> I mean, we saw there so, so much. much. There was so much stuff. There was so much, man. And there was so much. Uh, there's a lot of new stuff. I know you're you're probably not familiar with. I know I'm not familiar with everything. So, you know, any of the new anime stuff, right? Right. Kind of out of touch with. Sure. But Same any here. of the old stuff, you know, like GI Joe's, He Man's. Wow. I mean, you know, Screwbiter. You know, Screwbiter was one of my favorites, and I'm not just saying that because. Well, I'm going to say. Well, I'm going to put. Because Screwbiter, technically, that would be artist. Okay, okay. We're going right. straight vendor Vendors. here. Straight vendor here. Man, I don't know. I would think there was somebody set up toward the back that had a lot of the newer DC stuff. It was with the comic guys. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Brother, they were also... It's I almost like picking so your favorite stuff. ice cream flavor. It is. So, it is. They're all so good. I'm going to say probably, you know, and I'm, I'm a horror fan. Right, <clears> right. So... Um, one of the vendors, Collector Zone, had the back wall full of uh, old, you know, just B horror movie yeah, posters. The posters, yes, yes. And I'm, you know, just sitting here passing out. You know, oh my God. I, <laughs> I want that one. Yeah. I want that one. I want that one. Yeah, I've got a car payment. I can't. I'm about passed out <laughs> yeah, right here. No. no, but they were great prices. And there, there was just so many. It was hard to pick from. Right. You know, man, I hate to admit it, but I actually did not get anything yesterday because it was. It was almost so many. Uh, it, it, I kind of equate it to when you're on Netflix right. for two hours looking for a movie, and you just never pick a movie because there's so much. Right. It was almost in the same vein of, as that, man, because it was, honestly, it was almost overwhelming in, in a very positive, it is. It cool is. way. It is. There's just so much stuff. And that's why you have to take so many laps you around, you know, you just do. to see everything. I remember me and Robbie were like, you know, we're, we're getting a little tired. You know, we've been walking, but man, we were there for like three hours before we started getting fatigued. Right. You know, I right. mean, anywhere else, like let's say a flea market. Yeah. Let's just put that out yeah. there. Okay. Man, I'll do a lap. Right. And I'm done. I'm done. I'm done at one and done, man. Yeah. Like, so that one or two yeah. vendors may catch my attention. This thing, man, because, you know, man, it's not only buying and selling, it's the community. And it's like, you know, hey, we can go look at this, uh, you know, these vendors, and now we can go over here and take our picture with Darth Vader and Wonder Woman. Right. You know, so it's not even about the buying and selling as much as it is about the entire experience. And, uh, you, you know, even as far as, like, the uh, paranormal people that were set up, yes. the Bigfoot people, yeah. you know. Uh, what would that, is that vendors? Or, I would say exhibitors is, on that. Oh, okay. that. That's more of an exhibitor uh, classification on, on those guys. Yeah. Uh, they had, you know... Obviously, the Bigfoot 911 guys, you know, they had stuff for sale, but sure. I mean, they're, you know, they're active, you know, just, you know, getting getting stuff out there and investigations. Right. And they're actually doing a festival in September, I want to say. I may have that wrong. Uh, yeah, oh, the Bigfoot Festival. Yeah, the yeah, Bigfoot yes, Festival yes, in Marion. Yes. It's like going to be a Woodstock for Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Holy I wanna shit. I want to go know? to this thing, man. I, I that love that like stuff, man. That's like the biggest man. thing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, another one that really caught my eye was the paranormal. Par- uh, uh, first, in fu- first, in first in Fright. fright. First in Fright. They're actually going to be doing a special in the courthouse. They were telling me about this. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna keep that. We're gonna keep oh. that under wraps. But Uh-oh. yeah, you heard it here that's, first. That's gonna be that's gonna be a little <laughs> secret. But yeah, no, not now. Well, if they told you, yeah, <laughs> hey, they told they, me. They, they told you. Yes. But yeah, you're trying to keep the numbers. Uh, yeah. So there, you know, there's a. But no, they've done stuff at the cultural center. Yes. 
Well, they were showing us some video footage, and my, uh, let, let me just go on record in the podcast. I'm uh-huh. a skeptic. All right. I am a skeptic, man. I always have been. But now they showed me and Robbie some footage that gave me the chills. Right. I was like, whoa, buddy. Okay, yeah. I backed up, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, in fact, when I did, another man uh, sitting beside me or standing beside me did the same thing. He saw it, and like he, he got the chills. He's like, oh, I don't want to see that. And I'm like, All right. You know, spooky, yeah. man, yeah. It, but it's cool stuff. Yeah. And it's local. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and once again, if I spoiled a surprise, sorry, guys, but hey, you know, you told me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell the podcast anything, man. Oh, yeah. We're going to, we're yeah. going to, that's yeah. what we do, man. We're breaking, we're breaking the news here. Like. Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, they, they cool. were so good. Yeah. And like you said, you know, it's so hard, it's so hard to pick out stuff. So. Yes. <clears throat> I've got a three year old. So uh, that's where my money goes yeah. at any of these. <laughs> right. Because she is going to see something she oh. wants more than I want. Oh, yeah. And yeah. how is she not? Yeah. I, I mean, oh, my, I couldn't even imagine being that age. Oh. Brother, I'm 43. That, you know, just everything is everything. everything. Need that, need that, need that. Yes, down the line. Because as a 43 year old, I'm like, I need that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I need that. You know? Yeah. You know, and, and she got some stuff. I know Bigfoot 911, you know. Um, John uh, John Bruner right. uh, actually gave her a Bigfoot necklace. Oh, that which is I so thought cool. was the coolest thing ever. That is know? that is fantastic. Man. And and she is she is all about that thing. <laughs> just you know? loving that. She loves it. And you know, my friend Brian uh, Drum that I brought up a little earlier. You know, he brought his son with him, who's five years old. Yes. And I'm just thinking, you know, and I've seen this kid just run around having a great time, and I'm like, you know, I. I, I love being an adult to be able to participate, but part of me is like, man, I wish I could have went to something like this when I was that age. Know. You know, because we didn't have anything. No, like this. I, no, obviously, man, this no. is only second year anyway. But even in the area, Gastonia, maybe Charlotte had them. Maybe Charlotte did have them. Uh, there were, I know, really when you start hearing about Charlotte having them, it was probably in the early nineties. Yes, right, right. So, yeah, we were we were kind of in the age where it was, it was like. We can get out and go on our own, oh, right? You right. know, but we're not. We weren't kids either, though. No, at, at no, the time, you no, know? yeah. And really, man, I didn't even start hearing about comic cons and stuff like that to maybe around the early two thousands. Really, just to be honest with you, because I was never in the cult. Even I, I guess I was in the culture, and I just didn't right. realize it. You right. Know? And that's something you know. Even going back to John Schnepp, who we talked about earlier, man, just to be able to have people bring the stuff out, right? You know, and I think the internet has been very, very, you know, important in that. Um, but like I said, man, just to be able to bring it out to the mainstream and realize, hey, wait, you know, these people are like me. Exactly. You know, you know they like the same stuff I like. Right. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not different or I'm not huh. weird. Well, I am, but there's other weird, different people exactly. as well, man. We're exactly. all like-minded, and um, like I said, man, we're it's in July. You have people walking around in full full costumes. It's hot. And it's hot. It's man. hot. Oh my yeah. God! Yesterday it was a scorcher, bro. It's hot. But man. The, they do it, yeah. and it, it is so cool. Like I said, it, even I participated. I don't even use the dresser for Halloween. I went out, I had to get some Vulcan ears, and uh, I was telling everybody they were Romulan, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they're not Vulcan and Romulan, you know. Yeah. But, uh, man, well, like I said, it was just such a great day. It was so fun. Um, I mean, the sense of community, the sense of family, the, the, the option and ability to be able to buy collectibles and, and custom-made art. All in one location, right? And you had a, you had contests, you had live music, good live music, right? I mean, geez, man, what else could you demonstrations? Ask for? Demonst- you had, yeah, oh, the, you had the karate, the mar- yeah, the martial arts uh, demonstrations that that's right. They did on stage it was it was pretty stinking cool. That was cool, yeah. man. That was cool stuff. Um, yes, 
you also had the Star Wars guys. You know, you had a freaking droid. Yes. <laughs> you had a freaking like I can't remember the name of it. It's not R two R two D two, but it was like one of the R. It's an R unit. Yeah. It's red instead of blue. Right. Red, basically. Uh, but it, it's just going around everywhere. Yeah. yeah. In and out of, of everywhere. And, and you know, I saw Darth Vader having lightsaber Vader. battles with kids. Yeah. You, you know, just yeah. just really it. awesome cool stuff. Yeah. You know, man, and uh. And, you know, Mike, like I said, I, I know it's a team effort, but, you know, also you got to take your props, man, and, and the credit that you deserve as well. And I've already said it, I'll say it again, man. Thank you for you and everyone yes, involved everyone, in this thing. Because I know it's a lot of people. And, uh, man, once again, it was just so fun. And, and I was really impressed with the turnout and, and, and proud. I was proud of my town, man. I, I'm always proud know, of my town. I know. I always am, but I was really super proud of, of you, uh, of the community, everybody there. Like I said, man, we we've said this in other podcast or podcast. They say you can't go home again. I think that's BS. You can, right. and, and we did yesterday. Yeah, you know, and we did, and we did. I know. Now, one of the coolest things I saw, I think, that took me into that nostalgia trip, was uh, one of the vendors, Needless Essentials. Okay, uh, had the full size USS flag oh. from GI Joe. Yes. Now, if anybody remembers this thing. This thing was the coup d'etat. It was the, the holy, holy grail, grail of kiddom. <laughs> it's a holy grail now of collectors, right. you know, as far as you know, Joe's stuff goes. But uh, this thing is what? What is it? Six foot? It, it, it's huge. It's six. It's, to got, eight, it's, it's six. To, it's six to eight feet long. Yes. I have one friend that had it. It took up his entire bedroom. It would have to take it up. To. It, it would have to. It, it was almost to the point. I mean, obviously, every, all the kids went to this guy's house. Yeah. You know, but it was almost so big you could hardly play with it because we were scrambling because he had his yeah. bed in there as well, and that was it, man. Yeah. It that was, was a it. bed and, and USS flag. Right. But you know, one thing I told Robbie. But it's big enough you could actually sleep, sleep on, on it. it. Yeah. You really could, man. And that's what I told Rob yesterday. We're looking, drooling over this. Oh thing. yeah. I mean, we're just staring like you know. I felt like two dogs looking at like a steak. Yeah. You know, just oh, drooling yeah. like, oh god, I wish I could get this. But it's like I told Rob. I'm like, you know, as I've gotten older, certain toys seem smaller to me now. Yeah. Right. Like, right, like He Man. Right, yeah. You know, he Man's yeah. a prime example. The yeah. old wrestling figures, the LBJ. Yeah. You know. LJN. LJN. Excuse me. You know, they were so huge as, oh, as a yeah, kid, but when God, I got older, massive. I'm like, yeah, eh, it's not as big. No, it's still pretty big. It's still big but, compared. But, but these things were, you know, gigantic yeah. when you were kids. Oh, my oh, God, yeah. look at this. I mean, it's almost a percentage of your height yes. as a kid. Yeah. But the you, but obviously, you know, you get older. Well, it's not as big. Like I say, He-Man was always the first one I would think about. I was like, ah, oh, you get older, it's not as big. But, man, the USS flag. Oh, it, Dude, never, it didn't it looks, change. I think it actually looks a little bigger as a, as an adult. I think that's because we didn't have one. <laughs> exactly. That's that's what that's why. <laughs> and I can almost understand why I didn't get one. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, I can pay the rent and the mortgage on the house, or I can get the USS flag. You yeah. Know? Uh, once again, the family could sleep on it if push comes to shove. <laughs> All right. Now, you know, do you do you have anything still from? I really don't, man. Kidom? Yeah, as far much. as wrestling figures? No, rest, I have some wrestling figures. That's right? the only thing I really say, man. My He-Man, my G.I. Joes, my Transformers are all pretty much. Really? You know, but I actually did hold on to a pretty good majority of my wrestling figures. The only thing about my wrestling figures, man, is I would beat the absolute oh, crap yeah, they're, out they're of these things. Oh, yeah, they beat the hell. Oh, I've, seen, yes. I've seen his wrestling figures. <laughs> no, no, listen. I've seen his wrestling figures before. These things... These Bro. things went through hell. hell. I've seen literally. The 
I can't remember which one it was that had the staples in it. Yeah. It had freaking staples stuck into this. Brother, I was I was booking hardcore matches. Before they <laughs> before, were cool. Before they were cool, man. Yeah. yeah. I had staple matches, fire matches. Oh, you know, you can tell. You can tell. You can tell, too. I, I'd take a red magic marker, man, and put oh. blood all over them. And, uh, no, man, I always... I, I can tell the Randy Savage one's been through the ringer. Oh, yeah. You know how I felt about the Macho Man. Oh. <laughs> God rest his soul. I love the Macho yeah. Man, but... Oh, as a kid, I man, when the I, mega powers exploded. Oh, brother! You know what side I it went was? To. It was on on that figure. It was. Oh man, I took all my frustrations yeah. out on that Macho Man Randy Savage figure. Yep. I actually broke my Hulk Hogan's leg because I would extend it to do the leg drops so much. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it actually had a little bit of a rip in the kneecap. But, but that was the problem with those figures. They weren't mobile or, no. or movable. Yeah, they they had no articulation no, whatsoever. No, no. and. They were still cool. They, I think those you could do good suplexes, yeah, and by by you know cross body blocks and stuff like Ricky that. Steamboat had a hell of a claw. Oh, he had the claw. <laughs> but he never used the claw. Never used the freaking claw. But <laughs> he did he, in my booking. <laughs> he did. He, <laughs> he did, did in my bedroom. A lot of finishes with the claw. <laughs> and uh, he could do a great hip toss too. Yes, you know, he could. There had that bend yes. in the arm. Boom! Right over. <laughs> and you know Jesse the body did a great uh, neck breaker. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> DDTs were plenty. Well, yes, we, except for Jake. Jake had his arms up. But right, he, yeah. He, <laughs> they were all over the place, yeah, they were, man. They were. Well, see, my thing, and I know we're in here in the Pud Cave, and I've actually got them on display, are my old muscle wrestling As figures. I'm looking at them as we speak, and, I've, man, you do, you have no idea how much envy I have. Now, <laughs> here's, here's the thing with muscles. If you're not familiar with muscles, they were uh, millions of... And that's what muscle stood for. Millions of unusual, small, usually small creatures lurking everywhere. I had no idea what it stood for till right that's, now. That, I, knew, I knew it was an acronym. Yeah. I never went out. I learned something new today, Pusters. I learned yeah. something new. But they're, they're these intergalactic wrestlers. And they're, they had the same articulation as the LGN WWF, which is none. absolutely none. Except they are the size. They are the size of the LGN wrestler wwf wrestling figures the size of their boots yes yes these, these are two inch tall about two inches two yeah. inch tall figures and yes. there were probably about i want to say close to 200 right different ones um and they and at some point they started doing them in, in different colors colors yeah and yep. i'm not talking you know just multicolors. i'm talking the original ones were flesh color yeah. or kind pink, of pinkish, kind right. of pink flesh color. Right. They start doing, you know, the solid green, green lime ones, greens, purples, red ones, red yeah, ones yeah. blue ones, everything. Yes. And these things were everywhere, and they would come. They would come in um, packages of four, right? Or a trash can, and oh, it's actual right. trash that's can right. yeah. of ten. That's right. Or a package, big package of twenty. 20 if of you were the lucky one, I never got. I never got the trash can, brother. I just got. The I would. Four all, packs. I always <laughs> got the four packs. Uh, and they also had the championship belt. Yeah. Oh, that you could put them in. Put them in. They were like a carry, little case. Carrying case you could put around your waist. Right. And they also had the wrestling ring. Right. There's a small wrestling you ring. You had the little clips on it. You had. You could put them in the in the little holders yep. there, and you had the joysticks on the outside of the ring, and you just wrestle, right. wrestle, wrestle. It was actually cooler. Cool. I thought. I thought that part was cooler because you could actually, you know, you know, growing up playing wrestling with the LGM figures in that ring, 
Man, that matches didn't always go the way you wanted them no, to go. No, no, because somebody there was those matches didn't end because somebody was not winning. Right. Somebody was not losing. Well, you see, I broke my ring because of so many scaffold matches I was having. I would actually drop these heavy rubber. I mean, these things were heavy as well. That's, they were sturdy, man. Let me tell you, that <laughs> ring was sturdy, so that, that was oh, a I, hard thing to do. Oh, well, you know me. The ropes, the ropes, you, the ropes would stretch out after a while. Oh, yeah, now the ropes get very loose. You'd have yeah. to do about three or four different turns Turn. on them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, to get it to tighten up, you know. Yeah. But no, man, I would drop mine off with force. Like I said, when I had scaffold matches, man. Uh, see, dude, when I would book with my wrestling figures, I didn't know it was a work. <laughs> I thought that they were literally, just like the wrestlers were literally getting beat up man i yeah. thought my figures had to get equally yeah. beat up man i wish i'd have known it was a work and then i may could have saved some more off right it. Yeah. <laughs> but with this muscle wrestling thing the ring and the contraption there would be a clear winner, a winner. or a loser yeah you know you weren't in control of it per se right as far as that it was just the look of the thing and how it boom, went how it went yeah uh, so here's i get this wrestling ring christmas day I'm beside myself. I, I can't stand it. I gotta play with it. And I start putting different figures in, start having different matches. And wouldn't you know, I decided to put, I, I would name some, because there were no names to give these guys. Not until you, you A little saw later on. Terry Bull. Terry Bull. <laughs> That's the only one I really yeah. remember was yeah. Terry Bull, because he was the leader of the right. bad guys. Right. Yeah. But they were named in Japan, they weren't named over here. Right. You didn't find out later what their real names were right uh but i always call it you know he was this big fat one uh i always called him abdullah because he, he looked like abdullah the butcher right so i decided to put him in this thing did it break the clip it broke <laughs> the damn clip on christmas morning <laughs> oh no man yes I, dude i got one that'll top that one you want to hear about a christmas disappointment I don't know if I've ever told you this, oh, Mike okay. Payne. All right, all you puds out there, this is you're going to hear a confession, or, or maybe not necessarily a confession, but a, a a heartbreaking moment in my life, man. It was the Christmas of 1986. 86. My grandparents gave me Ultima, Ultim, Optimus Prime. Uh-huh. My cousin, Chris Finger, shout out to Chris Finger, my cousin. My, uh, my cousin's family, and Tracy, uh, his sister, my other cousin, their family gave me Megatron. Oh, wow. Christmas Eve. That's this, big deal. This is Christmas Eve. Now we have Megatron, and all, all the grandkids got Ultimus Prime. All the boys. All uh -huh. the boys got Ultimus Prime. I'm the only one that had Megatron. I got so excited, I tried transforming. I broke it. Oh, Christmas God. Eve at my grandparents' house, I broke oh, his arm, man. So from that point forward, Dad super glued it, but I could never transform Megatron again. I kept him in robot form. I still right. had him to play yeah. with, but I broke it. Christmas Eve, because I did not read the instructions, right. Mike Payne. I know. Just like I'm not doing now when I do post-production on the podcast, man. I know. That graphic I that know. we're using now literally takes 30 seconds to do. It took me two hours to try to figure it out on my own. Then I had to look up the instructions. I still haven't learned my lesson, Mikey Payne. I know. I still have not learned my lesson, I man. Know. I still don't read the instructions. Hey, those things, those <laughs> things were tough, man. They could be tough. They could, man. I mean, they could get a little finicky, you know, yeah. to, to put it, but... Uh, you know, something else about the muscle man, though. You know what? I, As simple as it was, you know what I liked about those? Was the poster. Oh, God. Do you remember the I poster? Still, I still have You the still poster. have it? still have the poster. Because you could check it off as you went. I had that Checklist. on the... Checklist. Yes. And, uh, yep. man, I had that on the back of my door for years. Yeah. I never, never, obviously, I never finished it. I never could get them all checked off. Right. But, you know, man, that was uh, just another one of those great little toys that we got to harken back to with this Comic-Con. Right. 
right. you know, kind of taking it back yeah. full circle, man. Now, Mike, let me ask you, just as far because I know the the subject is is comic culture in general. Yes. Man. In your opinion, man, what? How would you define comic culture or Comic Con culture, geekdom? Like, like, what what words would you put to that? Wow. Uh, another, another heavy question. That's, that's, yeah, that's heavy. Um, I would say they're very passionate. Right, right. About oh, what they yeah, love. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. They are very passionate about what they love yes. and what they hate. That You know, Mikey, that's a brother. I didn't even think about this because I've been thinking about this show through the last few days. And I'm thinking of all the positives. You know, man, there is a little bit of a toxic element. You know, we, we saw it kind of with the latest Star Wars movie. Yes. <laughs> uh, one yeah. of the characters, uh, Rose, I, I forget the actress's name, uh, this lady caught a lot of, uh, well, of shit, man. I'm just going to, once yeah. again, I'm trying to watch, yeah. you know. But she caught a lot of shit. Let's because be real. people did not like her character. I, I first of all, man, I like the last Last Jedi. Right. I don't think you've seen it yet. Have no, you? I haven't. It, it, I like it, man. There, there is now. It's not your average everyday Star Wars movie. It's not, man. It definitely deviates a little bit. But man, the culture that that was attached to this thing, man, there, there was a lot of negativity. Right. And I mean, and I, I consider these people my people. Right. You know, and they're they're really being very negative. And, and that's one thing I've noticed, man. And once again, my great, great point to bring this up, man, because with the good, you kind of got to look at the bad as right. well, you know. And that passion runs deep, and it can run either. Pa that's yeah. the thing about passion. Passion's not necessarily a positive thing all the time, right. man. You've heard the the saying, hate with a passion. Well, right. you do get that as well, man. That, that's good. Uh, that's a good point to bring Star up. Star Wars is probably one of the biggest and most recognizable uh out of everything I agree with that yeah uh, that's the thing you either love it uh, or you hate it or you hate it but the ones who love it the ones love who hate, to hate it love too. to hate it sometimes man like I said this last Jedi blowback now don't get me wrong when I walked out of that theater I'm like whoa okay not what I was expecting but I was also like I really like this movie right I like the choices they made I like the chances they took man they took some chances yeah. in this movie which obviously, man, has some backlash, you know. Right. It was not a safe movie right. to make. Uh, Rain Johnson really, he took a lot of, I, I guess, a lot of risk here, man. And um, I, I think it may be the most polarizing movie in, in the franchise, including the prequels, you know, because the prequels are very polarizing as well. Oh, yeah. But I think there's a little bit more hate. And I catch myself doing that too, Mike. I'm the first one to, to say I hate Jar Jar Binks. Right, you, you know? yeah. But, but a lot of people hated C-3PO. Yes, sir. Well. And the Ewoks. Ewoks. The Ewoks were hated, man. Right. Um, you know, it's funny. I think as we get older, man, we forget the fact that these are geared toward kids. And, you know, as we get adult and we get a little bit more, what's the word I'm looking for, man? Maybe we start getting into more mature themes. Right. Or darker, grittier yeah. themes. You know, that's what I don't like about some of these R-rated superhero movies coming out. I love Deadpool. and Don't get me wrong. Deadpool needs to be R-rated for it to be done correctly. But, you know, I've even heard of, like, other superhero movies maybe getting R-rated. They've even discussed having an R-rated Star Trek, Mikey. You are, well, I mean, yeah. Well, see, that that's the thing, and, and people like forget, you know, uh, a lot of, you know, the R-rated movies and, and comic movies have already—they've been around. Blade, yeah. Blade was huge. Blade was huge to me when I was a kid, of course. You know, just because Blade was, you know, just badass. You're right. I love the character. Yeah, I love the character. And that Blade. was definitely R. You know, and you had 
a lot of stuff going on in that. And, you you can look at RoboCop, even though it Robo-Cop? necessarily wasn't. You know, I, I guess my issue, man, is Punisher. Punisher. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Was it right? I thought. Which one are you talking about? I'm talking about Dolph Lundgren's Punisher. Oh, was it Radar? Then, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, you know, I don't know how I feel about it, brother, because, like I said, I, I, it's it's strange. How about Howard the Duck? Let's never speak of that. Again. <laughs> <laughs> didn't that movie have it? She showed duck nipples. Did did well, I, I think in that case, man, it, they were trying to have an adult-oriented, right. you, you know, which obviously... even at, what was it, duck condom? I think they did. Yeah. They yeah. did, yeah. yes. And a little, little bit of bestiality going on there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I, I think me personally, you know, Deadpool, obviously, if you're going to do Deadpool correctly, you've got to be R-rated. And I get, like, some of the older movies, like, like RoboCop, which obviously wasn't necessarily a comic book movie, but... I think we do need to remember, man, that these are, well, especially well, going back to Star Wars, you know, especially, man, it's for the children as well. It's yes. for kids as well. Because, yes. man, I loved Ewoks when I was right. a kid. I loved Ewoks. Right. You know, man, you talk to people, you know, nowadays, oh, that that sucked, you know, that was just for kids. And I, I'll tell you the truth, man. I was talking to a young guy I used to work with, and he was about 20-something, so we had about 20 years difference. And we were talking one day, and he was like, dude, how do you not like the prequels? I'm like, well, I'm just not into them. You know, I have my reasons. I mean, I like them to a certain degree, man. They just don't get the rewatchability as as the original trilogy right. or the pre or the sequels get. But he was like, man, they were. I love them. He yeah. grew up on them. He was a kid, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. his thing, yeah. man. And, yeah, and he was like, dude, the the yeah. trilogy, the original trilogy, is boring, right? And I like, and it made me realize. I was like, well, man, I'm looking at the prequels as an adult. Uh huh. And I want it to be this certain way. Right. So it kind of, that helped me kind of light my my viewpoints of it up. Yeah. It's not my thing, man. I'm not going to sit sit around and watch Jar Jar Binks, you know. But at the same time, I'm not going to quite hate on it like I used to either because it was for that generation, exactly. man. You know? Exactly. And uh, kind of going back to my Star Trek issue <laughs> with an R-rated Star Trek, brother, I'm not cool with that. Really? I'm not cool with that. Let me tell you why, man. I feel Star Trek should be accessible to everyone not just adults. I think it should be okay. accessible to children as well. Because, man, I love Star Trek. I grew up watching Star Trek. You don't think it had some of that element, you know, in the TV show. It was kind of, you know, that <sighs> kind of, especially Kirk, man. You know, he was, he, <sighs> yeah, well, let's let's break it down. Kirk was a womanizer. Oh, man, he got more, well, yeah. he, you know, yeah, yeah, he know? Got, yeah, yeah. He got all the tang in the fucking universe. I mean, brother. you know, that, that was the thing. There was, like, there's a lot of sexual tension on that. Yeah, well, but I, I don't know to the point of it being an R, R-rated, adults only. Man, mm-hmm. when I think of R-rated, I think of 17 plus, you know. Now, how old were you when you got into Star Trek? Oh, man, let's see, probably about 15, really? 14, 15. Now, now, so, at that point, you're... you're. I'm getting older, yeah, man. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm used to more mature themes. I'm right. watching R-rated movies, right. you know. Oh, yeah. Even though I'm not supposed to, I still am. have been for years yeah. at this point. But now, full disclosure, man, I didn't watch the original series that much. Right. In fact, to this day, it's not... The, I love the original crew in the movies. Wrath of Khan, you know, mm-hmm. The Undiscovered Country, yes. Voyage Home, you know, all that. But I'm a huge Next Generation guy, man. I am I am so much more Picard than I am Kirk. Man. Right. You know, to me it's not even a, it's not even a comparison. Man, okay. You know. Okay. Um, and, and especially coming from the next generation, man. Well, let's talk about another womanizer. Okay. Off of that show, Riker. <laughs> 
But you know, man, you got to kind of have that that guy in the show, man. That kind of little bit of a cowboy element. You know, that's what I loved about the Next Generation, man, because you still had that Kirk type uh-huh. character, but you had a Picard. You right. had more of a almost a fatherly you know diplomatic like we're not going in full guns blazing we're not out here to try to screw every alien we can get where Riker kind of was like that it was a great balance man Um, that's why I always like the next generation but to me having just thought of an R rated Star Trek I'm like why is it going to be R rated man is it going to have a lot of profanity is it going to have nudity is it going to be over violent you know all these three things I'm like that's not Star Trek to me brother it's and I, once again, now I'm starting to get into what we just brought up about. I don't think my opinion is necessarily toxic, but I definitely think it's um, maybe against mm-hmm. the grain. You're passionate. I'm passionate about it, man, and I'm a traditionalist, almost like with pro wrestling. I'm a, I'm a traditionalist with pro wrestling, and I'm a huge traditionalist with Star Trek. Okay. Well, let's let's take on that subject right now. Okay. So that's a good because I was just it just kind of popped into my head earlier. Uh, traditional wrestling, right? Uh, yeah, that was aimed more towards adults and kids. Yeah. Especially in WWE. Oh, yes, absolutely, right. You know, around that time. More kid, I okay. would say, even, you know. In the late 90s, you go into the attitude area. Very Definitely much. not. For kids. Definitely not for kids. Yeah. Um, you know, man, that, that's a good comparison. I think the attitude, which is probably my favorite era. Uh, um, well, that between that and the 80s, you know. 80s will, will be, always be my yeah. favorite. Always hold that special place. You know, the attitude air is right up there as well. Very, it's very memorable. Yes, yeah. especially for our age group, yes. man. You know, because we were kids during the 80s, during the mm-hmm. Hogan era, during Ric Flair. And then we were young men right. and young adults, you know, during the time of the attitude era. So, in other words, we could drink some beer yes. at the shows. We yeah. could It was definitely help. geared for us. Uh, it, it was. It was geared for us. For our demographic, man. Yes. People too old would be too traditionalist. Right. And it was not, definitely not for kids, man. Right. Um, you know, I've even heard current superstars in WWE say that they probably would not allow their kids to watch the Attitude Era. I think Mark Henry may have been the one. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to misquote someone, but somebody did say that. You know, man, it's a good. It's a good point. You know, when you when you want to compare that kind of, you know, I guess mature, for lack of a better term, progress into a more mature product versus like movies. But you know, Mike WWE has gone back full circle exactly you know yeah. they, I, you know the attitude era man I feel was out of necessity you know to fight the NWO to fight WCW you know I think I think Vince was left to his own you know his own um, his, his own way about right. it in other <clears throat> words if WCW wasn't a competition about to put him out of business I don't think we would ever have that to be honest yeah, with you yeah. you yeah, never know it's man it's quite possible it's, it's yeah. one of those things we'll never truly know yeah but, you know, kind of circling it back to, to Star Trek, man. You know, because I am passionate about my Star Trek. I like Star Trek better than Star Wars. You know, I make that very clear. I love Star Wars. Man. Right. I love, love, love Star Wars. But I really love Star Trek. Man, Star Trek is not... Okay. <laughs> All right, let me, let me get position my chair here. Because we are talking com- Comic-Con culture. We are talking these things, so it do- definitely does fit. As an old-school Star Trek, especially the next generation, Deep Space Nine Voyager, that that era of Star Trek. I'm an I'm a old-school fan. I'm a traditionalist. I love all those series. Man, Star Trek has never been about the gunfights, the laser battles, the, 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 the space battles. Man, it was more about making a point. It was more about morality than anything, man. Star Trek would use science fiction themes to make points, man. I'm going to bring up my favorite episode of Star Trek just real briefly. And I know okay. you're you're not yeah. as familiar with it as I am. Yeah. I know you're you're definitely Smart more Star me Wars. Up. But let, let me, Smart uh, me up. I'm going to give you just a, a quick example. 
uh, there's a character on Star Trek The Next Generation called Data. Data is an android. Data is a machine. Okay, Data has the capacity through his programming to learn and adapt. He's artificial intelligence, a very high level. In the Star Trek universe, his creator is dead. His creator, well, he comes back. Okay, all right, now I'm really starting to get all crazy. Uh, Data's creator for all purposes in this episode is dead. So no one can replicate Data. Right. Data is unique android all to himself. No one knows to replicate the technology. They have an episode called Measure of a Man to where Starfleet, uh, a member of Starfleet wants to take Data, disassemble him to learn how he works that way he can create more datas for each ship. Right. So it starts turning into uh, um, the concept is data a machine or is he a being? Is he okay. sentient? Is okay. he aware? Okay. They actually have to have a trial to, to dictate whether data can be, in other words, does data have rights? Right. And man, that's what this whole show is about. Obviously, at the end of the episode, man, they rule in favor of data. You know, Captain Picard, Luke, uh, Patrick, Sir Patrick Stewart, gives a great speech in the show and I will actually link this speech to our podcast because it's tremendous man but he basically says even though data is a machine he still has all these I guess checkoffs for what makes something uh, unique an individual and he has rights so man well, well when you say checkoff you don't mean well no not 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 checkoff from the show <laughs> not, 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 from the not, original not, not, not Walter Krug or whatever yeah, no no not, not from the no. original crew. <laughs> I guess I should say uh, certain conditions to yes. me. Uh, yes. But but that's my point, man. And this entire episode sticks out to me as one of the, not only the greatest Star Trek episodes of all time, but one of the greatest television shows of all time. And there was not one laser fired. Right. There was not one Klingon battleship blown up. It was just about morality, man. Right. It was about making a point, man. And to me, that's what Star Trek's about. If you want the, the action and all that... You know, go to Star Wars. That's right. what that's what I love right. about Star Wars, yeah. man. I want that too. Yeah. You know, I want that element. But for Star Trek, man, is about just a little deeper than what's on the surface, and that's why I think an R-rated Star Trek, man, may take something away from that because it's not needed. And not only is it not needed, man, but you're you're, you're about to exclude kids. You know, even though they right. will eventually watch it. Don't get me wrong. I know this. Even an R-rated Star Trek is not going to be over-sexualized. It's right. not going to have. They're not going to drop the F word every five minutes. I understand. Yeah. It's, it's probably going to be for violence. Right. If it's going to be for anything. Yeah. But still, man, it's not necessary for Star Trek fans. Man. Right. You, you know what I'm saying. And uh, so I'm gonna get off my soapbox, brother. No, As you can right. tell, man, I, I do take Star Trek seriously. Yeah, and like I said, you know, and, and, and passionate. Passionate. Yes, which goes back to exactly where, where we started, man. We once again we're going full circle with this thing, and uh, you know. But I think we have to talk about the negatives as well. But you know, man, let's let's start talking a little bit more about some of the positives that go along with Comic Con culture. You know, obviously, obviously the passion is there. Yes. In a positive manner, brother. I'm telling you, you don't spend the time and money to put in these costumes. No. And, you know no. what I mean? And man, these presentations. This isn't. It's just not a fly, fly no. thought in the night. But this ain't yeah. stamp collecting, brother. No, this no. ain't maybe you no. know going out and painting no. a rock or something, no. man. This is legit. Yeah. This, this is, is a lifestyle. Yeah. It's yeah. a lifestyle. Man. And that's the other side of the passion, you know, is the, the hard work and the passion that everyone puts into their costumes. Yes. And, and getting everything just perfect. Perfect, man. Yes. Perfect. Not going out, you know, to a to a. a Party city. Oh, good point, bro. You know, good point. You know, yes. Not just going out to a party city. Yes. Or, or going online costumes or, or online. Like, yeah. These are handmade. Handmade. 
handcrafted. And you could so tell it. Absolutely. You could so tell it, man. Dude, once again, I'm a, I, and man, there was so many great cosplayers, man. The Harley Quinn and Joker were in Poison Ivy that we seen when we first walked in yeah. was great, man. Um, like I said, this, I go back, though, to the Superman and Wonder Woman one yeah. because those two blew me away. I mean, they, both of these people legitimately look like Superman and Wonder Woman. Right. They, I mean, they, they were fit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, and I'm not trying to say that you have to lift weights and do this and that to, to have fun. Oscars, you know, yeah. don't. Uh, but I'm just saying for what they were doing and how they presented it, man, they were the absolute full package. Yes. I yes. mean, oh, I could yeah. see these two. And, and there yeah. was actually a, a Green Arrow there as well who was in. Fantastic. I mean, man, because these three were kind of together. Right. And I'm like, man, you guys just came off the screen. <coughs> yeah. You, you know, exactly. I mean, they looked so great. The Darth Vader was, I mean, all the, I mean, dude, it was Vader. all great. It, yeah, the stormtroopers. Oh man, uh, there was a Boba Fett there. Boba Fett. Uh, I mean, yeah, Deadpool. Yeah, he yeah. Deadpool, he had the Flash. Yes, Reverse Flash. It was Reverse, reverse Flash. Reverse yeah. Flash. He had the classic Flash. <laughs> well, you know, Remember, man, did you see the classic? No, Flash? no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah with, I, with the 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 round helmet and the oh, wings no. coming out. Of, yeah, I did yes. it, man. I didn't see that. Yes. Well, you know, it's funny, me and Robbie kind of got behind the reverse flash, and he was walking kind of slow. I was like, damn, man, you think this guy's speed up? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, no. Oh, no, what oh, is no. this, man? Of course. It's the reverse flash. You heard that shit. <laughs> he, he, he must have heard. No, we're sorry. That was Jason Finger. Hey, hey, hey. Bud? Yeah. You know what's bound to happen? I, I forget to turn my phone down. At some point, one of us had to do it. It's going to happen, man. That would, that would have to be on me. And, and it'll happen again. It'll yeah. happen again, man. Uh, it's all good. But, yeah, like I said, Mike, it was great, man. It just, and just the culture itself, man. And, you know, I think one of the, to me, one of the most positive aspects of this culture. And, I, and, and you know, man, I know we've talked about getting too, too deep on things, especially politically speaking, this and that. But one thing that I think that society is missing in general, as a whole, is something that we have in spades in the Comic Con community, and that's acceptance, man. That's yeah. that's yeah. accepting everybody for who they are. You know, I just brought up, you know, like Superman and Wonder Woman. You can tell these people are in the gym every day. You can tell that. But there's also people, man, who maybe aren't in the gym every day. Right. You know, and and, and they're out there doing their thing too, man. They're exactly. comfortable with who yeah. they are. Yeah. And they're accepted for who they are, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. It does not matter what you look like. It doesn't matter your body type. It doesn't matter what you decide to dress up as man you are accepted you are one of us i don't care man it, i mean it, it doesn't matter there there's no there just seems to be like there's no judgment man there, yeah, there, no 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 none at all, at all man no. it does not matter how you look it doesn't matter how you dress hell you don't even have to dress up man no. you don't have to nope. you're there everybody's accepting it gay straight black white man uh hispanic uh, what whatever man whatever is under the rainbow whatever you are, you are welcome. Yes, and that is something Absolutely. I think society in general is really kind of missing. That's the thing, man. You, know, you, know, you know, no politics whatsoever. None. That's None. something that you know that is so refreshing that there's no politics involved no. in this whatsoever. Brother, the most you're going to get is Star Wars versus Star Trek. That is. Or, or Marvel versus DC. Right. DC wins. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> just uh, but that's it. How do you even justify a statement like that? What, the DC wins? DC wins. Two words. Well, one word, one word. Batman. That's it. That, well, Superman. That's everybody's, that's everybody's argument. Well. Uh, Batman. Well, Batman can take out the entire Marvel Universe, man, by himself. Oh, you know? God. I mean, if he wants to make it a little easier, he'll holler at Wonder Woman and Superman. Dude, come on. DC is so much better. 
Come on, man. Come, okay, Spider-Man and Thor's the shit. Uh, excuse my language. But I'll give you that much, man. I love Thor. I love Spider-Man. But uh, whatever. The Hulk, Hulk's okay, I guess. You know, he's all right. It's all right. Iron Man's all right. You know, if, if you like Batman, you're going to really like Batman if you like Iron Man. Um, you know, I mean, I'm just saying. And let's be honest, man. Who else is in the DC Universe that just pretty much trumps everybody? And that's the, the character that actually has a movie coming out that was I actually... I knew this was coming... I knew it. I knew this was coming. I'm just talking. You beat me to it. I'm just talking about the King of Atlantis, brother. Uh, Aquaman has control and dominion over 75% of the planet. He controls some of the biggest, most powerful creatures on the face of the earth. And he is king of the kingdom of Atlantis, man. How? I mean, come on. Come on. And, and he's well, going. That's to, great. I mean, if we all want to go to Myrtle Beach and fight, but <laughs> now, okay. See, now this is a common misconception, man. Now, first of all, let me. For, okay, in all seriousness, I watched the trailer yesterday. The trailer actually premiered yesterday. Check it out, man. It looks cool. It looks okay. really cool. It, it really does, man. You know, I'm, I you, watched the, the new Godzilla trailer yesterday. I have watched of the it. Yes. They look pretty cool as well. Yeah, that's gonna definitely trump. Anything you know, the Waterman's got. Well, well, easy. It's Aquaman, and it's not. It's not Waterman, and that that's offensive. And, <laughs> it's Aqua. Uh, I tell you, man, this this movie is going to be phenomenal. Uh, Shazam is another one I watched yesterday. Shazam looks like that's going to be a great movie too. But let's just get back to the re- reality of the situation. And Aquaman is no joke. And there's also, you know, man, you make a joke about going to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> And you know, man, I just want to call bullshit on that. Because let me explain something to you. First of all, man, there's water everywhere. Uh-huh. We can go down That's here to true. South Fork River, and Aquaman will be there. But since Aquaman, if Aquaman is in the South Fork <laughs> Holy River, Jesus. It, it, he's, he's already it's game mutated. over. It's, he's mutated. It's, it's game over. <laughs> he's already, he's burning. It's you know? done. He's, he's it's gone. Done. It's over. So. It's over. But... <laughs> All right, so. But here's the thing, man, about Aquaman. His strength, man, since he is used to the deep depths of the ocean, man, his density and strength are only second to Superman. He's bulletproof. Didn't, a lot of people don't understand that. that. Yes, yeah. man, the, dense, the, dense, the density of his bones and his flesh, given that he had to live underwater for so long, man, has given him that super strength. That super, he's second only to Superman. He's like a hard-shell turtle. You know, man, I, that's bullshit, you know. <laughs> No man. Okay. You, all right. Look, look, we're going to. I'm getting mad. We're going to. Have, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to just cut it out. No, what? no. I'm saying. I'm just saying because I got a lot. I got a lot to fire off about some Aquaman. All right. Let me tell you. The Super Friends. Remember the cartoon. Oh man. Okay. Super no, Friends. No. All man. right. Listen. Let's talk. Let's talk about some water. All right. So you tell me. You got this guy who's who's an operative. You know, underwater operative for yes. the Justice League. Sure. Sure. Where does Where's the, where does the damn Legion of Doom dome come out of? Okay, well, look, man. It comes out of a damn swamp. Mikey, that's a cartoon, bro. Listen. <laughs> We're talking real life, not cartoon. I guess because the fact that you couldn't get a seahorse <laughs> down there so he can ride in and just start, you know, just, just whipping some ass <sighs> in, in the Legion of Doom in the swamp, in the water. Well, the swamp. That that's the swamp that swamp things domain, man. Which is also DC, I might add. Where's Swamp Thing? Swamp Thing's great, you know. So Mike, let me ask you, DC or Marvel? See, we're <laughs> cutting out of this Aquaman. I, I'm trying to change the subject. Quick. I'm trying to change the subject <clears throat> here. <laughs> I'm gonna say okay. Um, for me growing up, it was it was definitely Marvel. 
Okay. All right. Uh, you know, because I love Spider-Man, I love the X-Men. Yeah. Um, the X-Men's another, yes. Right. Yes, yes. Um, there, the characters in that, now there are a lot of lame characters in Marvel. Sure. sure. Uh, DC, I loved Batman. Right. I loved Superman. Sure. Wonder Woman's great. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of Wonder Woman, um, or the Aquaman, or any of the other Justice League. Nobody's perfect, Mike. No. I, I just it was not. We need to work on your Aquaman appreciation. <laughs> it was just made no sense. Of course, I mean Marvel had its Submariner, yeah, right. who was equally as useless. <laughs> it was also a straight up bite. I mean, off of Aquaman, it was straight up biting. And I've noticed, man, that, that both of those companies did tend to bite off each other. They could. Now, one thing I'll say, man. Because at that time, you know, uh, let's see. You know, um, well, you had I want to say, you know, DC had it, its loudmouth anti-hero Lobo. Yes. You know, and oh, well, man, Deathstroke. Deathstroke Deadpool is, is an absolute bite off of they tell you that hey I mean his name is Slade versus Wade you know I mean it is absolutely a bite um, one thing I'll say man about Marvel versus DC obviously I love both man obviously I, I love the Marvel movies I think the DC movies uh, th there's been some ups and downs right. you know it's, an, it's another uh, community brother that can get downright toxic at times is some of these people that you know the DC Marvel people. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, especially yeah, with sure. the, especially with the DC movies not being maybe as maybe not being as good as they could have been. You know, I think the Justice League was kind of a disappointment. That movie well, should have been epic, and um, it was kind of a letdown. You know, I tell you, it's hard. It's hard because Marvel Marvel's got a juggernaut. They do behind them and, brother, and Disney. They, yeah, uh, yes, and, and huh. you know, even before that, man, just when they started doing their their extended universe. Man, they've been in this thing for ten years. You know, Iron Man came out in two thousand eight. Yeah. Seven. I mean, it was it's ten years at least. Yeah. And I mean, man, one, one thing I'll say about Marvel versus DC, I think DC has your most iconic characters. Man, your your Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, your Trinity. You know. Right. You know, even Aquaman, I don't think has the credit he deserves, but he's not even in that tier. I would say, but you, those three, man, are iconic. Especially, right. especially right. Superman and Batman. Yeah. I put Wonder Woman in there as well, being the first female superhero that really caught out to the mainstream maybe the first one period you know I, i'm not sure of my history i think marvel has more characters that are maybe not as iconic but i think they're in other words i think there's maybe less god man for for for, for the only term i can think of is scrub characters you know i, I think marvel has less scrub type characters right. Right. whereas you know dc has these three two at least but maybe three highly iconic yes where Marvel maybe only has Spider-Man uh, on that level. Ooh, no, I would say definitely Spider-Man, Captain America, Ca uh, Incredible Hulk. I, I don't know, man, if I would consider them to be as iconic as Batman say, and Superman. Would, I, would would say, you? I would say Captain America for sure. I, I would say Spider-Man. <gasps> I would say Spider-Man, Captain America for sure. I could see Captain America. Yeah. I could see that. Because, I mean, USA, I mean, that's... That was a big thing, man. Yeah. You know, even maybe Wolverine to a certain degree, maybe. Uh, or the X-Men, maybe as a whole. Maybe as a whole. A whole. Um, the individual character, because they're definitely more an, an ensemble yeah. thing. Um, but, you know, Mike, speaking, kind of, you know, just to kind of change subjects, not really, but just slightly. You know, man, this, our, our Comic-Con here in Lincoln this year actually coincided with a, another little Comic-Con that was going on as well. Maybe not quite as big as Lincoln's, uh -huh. uh, but it was a San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> yeah. Like it's all right. It's, it's all right. It's, it's, you know, 
I believe I may have heard of that one Have you somewhere. heard of that? Um, yes. You know, I think it was really cool, man, that both of these Comic-Cons are on the same weekend, man. I think, was, you... was, that, was that coincidental, or did that did y'all plan on that? No, uh, you know, that it just happened. It was a coincidence. It, it was just it was one of those things that just happens. That was awesome, though, uh, that right it Right around the same time, so. Right. But uh, actually, about to say, you know, one of our artists from last year, uh, the Cabby Arts, uh, couldn't make it this year because he is actually really an artist at San Diego Comic Con. Really, this year. the the yes. granddaddy. This is this is the honor. Yeah, that's amazing, man. I did not that's know the that. Big, that's the big one. I mean, that's that's, that's the everything. granddaddy, man. That's, that's the one that started that's everything. All. That's it's everything. It's the biggest one. Uh, for sure. for sure, yeah, without a doubt, man, it's the one that everything else has followed. Yeah, you know, uh, this thing started in 1970. I did a little research right. on it, man. I had no idea yeah. that it was that far back. Yes, but it's this thing started. You know how many people showed up to the first one? Now you know now this it sells out. Right. Oh yeah, I, I forget how many people it can hold, man. It's it, it, thousands. Yeah, thousands. And it goes on so many days. Yes, I think it's what about four days, Thursday yeah. to Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And this thing sells out, man. But you know how many people showed up to the first one? Less than 150. Right. And now this thing, oh, yeah. once again, it goes to show, man, what we talked about earlier in the, in the podcast is how this thing has become mainstream now. Exactly. You know, how this thing has turned into such a bigger thing than it was ever really right. probably meant to be. You know, I, right. sometimes I wonder if it outgrew itself. It, it, exactly. I, I, sometimes I, I believe it did. Yes. Uh, but like I said, man, it has just been a, a tremendous day yesterday. It's, it's just a tremendous well, thing to be a part of. You know, you know going, going from... Uh, you know the uh, I want to say the uh, straight up just comics. From that, uh, another one is animation. Yes, anime. Yes. Uh, Are you talking I'm about talking anime about, or just animation in general? Well, right now I'm going to talk about animation. Okay. Uh, as far as you know, older animation, uh, modern animation, you know, a lot of shows like The Simpsons are still mm, going. Right. Family Guy. Right. You know, Bob's Burgers. Right. Anything like that, I watch more animation. I think than regular, really regular shows. Well, you know, for sure. Speaking of animation, man, just a, I've heard a rumor, and I, I don't know if this is true or not. It seems like I read an article. I think they're actually, in my opinion, bringing back. Once again, this is just my opinion. The best animated show of all time, and that's Batman the animated series. It seems like I've heard they're coming back with that because DC is about to start their own streaming service. Right. And I believe they're going to make a comeback with that. Now, brother, or it, I know they're at least going to I release I know they've them. done, like, like you're, you're talking about they're releasing the, the old animated series? I thought that they were going to do a new one. Oh, But, a, but I don't know. Brand new. No, I know no, they've puns. done, like, in-between right. you know, stuff, like Batman Bold and the Brave. Yeah, stuff it's, not, like it's not the same. Yeah. You know, that, those are okay. Yeah, yeah, I've watched a few of them. But man, that original Batman animated series from the nineties. Um, yes, that was Warner Brothers. Yes. yes, Warner Brothers. Yes, yes. Yeah, one of the greatest animated shows. And you know, yeah. Mike, that it you, was. you make a good point, man. I watch a lot of animation too, like uh, South Park. You know, I'm yes. still a star. Uh, I mean, a South Park fan. Um, yeah, man. I mean, anime. You know, especially when we were growing up, Mike. If you watched the cartoon in your adulthood you know you were kind of made fun of a little bit oh yeah you, you know yeah. what i mean why are you still watching cartoons? cartoons that's for kids why that's a kids show yeah you know then the simpsons kind of turned that on its head yes you know then south park well beavis and butthead you know beavis we got and I mean, beavis and butthead was maybe not forget about no, beavis and butthead. Uh, how could yeah, you exactly man uh 
you know, I love being so And it still kills me. Uh, yeah. Oh, I watched it about two weeks ago. I put in some old videos that it, I had. The stuff they do still just floors me, kills me. It's hilarious. It, it doesn't lose its its funniness over time, man. No. It, it, it's, no. Still, it's timeless, that man. That probably says something about us. That, yeah. 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 Where our humor <laughs> levels are. We're, we're, we're 43 and we're still laughing at fart jokes. I'm sorry, man. You fart and I'm laughing. Uh, I mean, that's the best humor. <laughs> Man, I actually let one at work the other week, and I started laughing myself, man. That son of a bitch changed pitches, man. It went from a low-end pitch up to a high-end, and I started laughing. My three-year-old. That's just me, man. My three-year-old just farted the other night. And I give her, I'll give her the straight man look, too. I, I just give her that dead stare until she looks at me, and she just laughs. You know, so I'm just looking at her it's dead pan straight. It's funny. You know, just to give her the laugh and like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> but it, but you're right, man. You're all right over there. <laughs> you gonna make it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think you're right, man. But you know, dude, I take that as a compliment. Yeah. I take that as a badge of honor, man. Because yep. the day that I start finding humor like Beavis and Butthead no longer funny, then I know I've made a wrong choice somewhere. Right. You know, I've allowed myself to get old. Well, let me you ask know. you this. Uh, is there anything out there that you just don't get as far as modern animation is not funny? Uh, man, some, some. I, I'm a little strange with my entertainment. There, there's certain, like like comedies, for instance, mm-hmm. you know. I'm not a sitcom guy. Now, obviously, I'm not talking just strictly of animation. Right. Or, you know, uh, I did like The Office. The Office is probably one of the last um, live-action Comic sh- comedic shows that I enjoyed. Well, see, that's another pop culture thing. Oh yeah, uh, man, I love the. Office. You're a, you're an Office guy. Yeah, I love the Office. Yeah. And I'm a Parks, Parks and Rex yes. guy, which I still need to catch up on. That yeah. I've not watched that yet. Um, but you know, as far as animation, now, now, dude, I don't get I don't get anime. I've tried right. watching anime. I've tried watching a few different ones. Uh, Ninja Scroll was one of the first ones I ever watched. Yeah, man, that was back in the nineties. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, I thought it was innovative. I thought it was different, you know, but I never got into it as well. I tried watching some other animes, Kill Go 13. I tried watching it because I was a huge uh, fan of the video game. Mm-hmm. Um, but what little bit I've tried watching, man, I just, yeah. Family Guy. Uh, I, I like Family Guy. Family Guy goes up and down with me, though. I cannot. Really? I cannot really? stomach Family Guy anymore. I, I like it, but, man, I, I haven't watched it in years. It is the episode of Flashbacks. Yeah, and, and and the humor does get a little redundant. Right. I would say I still I like the earlier seasons. Now, man, I would say from the first to maybe sixth season, I loved it. But after a while, man, it got redundant to me. Cleveland Show did not like it. Man. I love the Cleveland really? Show. Really, really, <laughs> really. I did not. I could not get into it. I really really love the Cleveland Show. I, I like show. the kid though. I like the baby man. Yeah. He was Rollo. cool. Rollo, yes, yeah, Rollo. Rollo, 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 man. He was funny. Uh, what about American Dad? I, I, okay. liked, I liked I liked it. American Dad. I like that, that was a little more okay because yeah. I like just poking fun at the political yeah. stuff and I liked that yeah. man and, and I also liked how they made the, the the real conservative stand you know not that bad you know because sometimes you know you can have a little negative turn on, uh-huh. on certain political ideologies in, in Hollywood and stuff and I like how they made them lovable. You know, little. Yeah. You know, I think like a lot of people are in real life, man. They mean well. You know, right. maybe they, you know, you know, have different ideas. And but things. that's isn't but that like the it. trend in, in animation in, in animated series? Isn't that the trend though? The dad has to be uh, lovable but stupid. Stupid like Homer. Homer. Randy Marsh. Randy Marsh. And, uh, who I is probably one of my Peter favorite Griffin. characters. Peter. Absolutely, man. Uh, Cleveland Brown. Yes. Uh, 
Bob's Burgers. Yeah, yeah Bob. Bob, yeah. Um, and I think it goes back to Homer. You know, really. Yeah, exactly, I, you the know, original. Because, you know, that show. Or, or even going as far back as the Flintstones. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, man. George Jetson as well, man. Yeah. That You're right. There's that common theme of a lovable but kind of kind of stupid stupid father you know and and usually the wife or mother are 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 the ones that are sensible right kind of like in real life yeah it's really very close to real life man Uh, it's it's not (laughs) (laughs) depends on your life right yeah exactly (laughs) but but no i do i like that and like i said bob's burgers i love bob's burgers Um, i'm not not a fan man i've tried it a few times it's not my humor you know it's just not my thing you know I know, and that you know, that's a lot of the mainstream uh, animated series. You know, then you're gonna go off into like the Adult Swim stuff. Oh yeah, right. You know, right. with like Archer and Hey Rick and Morty. Rick and Rick Morty, and, which is pretty good, yeah. man. What little bit I've watched of that show, I have enjoyed it, and I do see why people like this show. Right. It, I, I need to go in and get a little deeper into it. But what I've seen, I've seen about four episodes. Really enjoyed them. Right. Really did like them, man. They were hilarious. Adult, adult, you know, oh, yeah, like, like sure. most are. Yeah. Which, you know, Mike has something else, man. You know, what we were talking about when, you know, we were younger or, you know, or young men, you know, well, you're watching a cartoon, you know, you must still be a kid. Why don't you grow up? Right. We've also noticed or seen animation really starting with Beavis and Butthead. Well, you can even maybe go back to The Simpsons to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. But I think definitely with Beavis and Butthead and absolutely with South Park, you see a more mature Right. Uh, subject matters and themes and, and things of this nature in our animation as well. Oh, you, know. you know, well, what about, you know, another early one? Heavy Metal. Oh, man. Holy Brother. crap. Whoa, I had no idea. You know, when I first watched that movie, I thought it was going to be about heavy metal bands. <laughs> you know, I saw, <laughs> I, saw, I, saw, I saw, you know, I saw the soundtrack had like Black Sabbath, uh, Blue Oyster Cult, Sandy yeah. Hagar. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just all these great, I mean, bands I love. And, and I was just getting into music right. at this time as well. I was still a kid. So I stayed up to like two in the morning. It came on HBO or one of those stations, you oh. know. I was one of the fortunate few that had cable out my way. And I stayed up, and I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> man, yeah. there, were, there were, like, titties, man. Yeah. I mean, I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. Cartoon titties, yeah. man. I was just like. <laughs> what? I mean, you know, I was blown away. But it's what cool. What the heck? What it, the heck? Yeah. It oh, was, yeah. It was cool stuff. Yeah. Man. Yeah. The, you know, talk about R-rated. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, man, you can even go back, you know, maybe talk about, like, Felix the Cat and stuff yeah. like that, which got right. pretty, pretty crazy yeah. stuff, you know. Uh, and these are like the four forefathers mm-hmm. uh, of like Beavis and Butthead and, and you know South Park man I really go oh, to yeah. South Park because yeah. I've always been a fan Yeah, I tend to go up and down with South Park I, I go in phases I think it, they go in phases as well yeah. you know I yeah. think their quality it's can drop it's kind of how, how preachy they get they can get yeah. very preachy yeah. man and they actually had an episode where they acknowledged that right so so they, they, they do preach a little bit but they also can look in the mirror as well and I think South Park is that one in a lifetime show that stays relevant. It stays funny, and it's it's truly a timeless, a timeless classic, man. Just like The Simpsons, you know. I, I'll put even though I'm not a fan of Bob's Burgers, what I've seen, I can see why people do like right. it. I think that's going to go down. I think Family Guy will go down, you know, yep. as one of these timeless yep. animated shows, you know. Um, but yeah, South Park to me, it may not have been the the one to start it but to me South Park was the one to take it and just run with it yeah. man. you know they may have not been the innovators but they were definitely the the, yeah. the, the ones who brought it to another level yeah you know. well they brought shit on me the oh air. yeah 
<laughs> the word of curse. Yeah, the you word know, of curse. They actually had the timer that yeah. was going on, man. I mean, that was unheard of. Man, Not you hear again. shit on the TV now like oh, it's no oh, big deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, man, I'm yeah. hearing that in like prime time. Yeah. You know, brother, you know, just, and I know we're, we're supposed to be talking Comic-Con, but obviously since, since it's such a wide it is. subject, it man, we can really everything. start going in all kinds of different directions. But, man, I've seen some television shows that come on, like FS, like Sons of Anarchy and Breaking right. Bad, two of my favorite TV shows. Which, which have big cult followings. Huge. These shows. Just like The Walking Dead. Abs- Walking Dead is another yeah. one, man. There was Walking Dead merchandise at right. the Comic-Con yesterday. Yes, man. You know, we, we forgot to talk television shows when we yes. were talking about the movies, the horror, uh, video games, anime, I mean, fantasy, yep. science fiction, you know. Yep. Um, shows yeah. like that. Shows like, you know, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, the, another one, man. That Huge have cult these cult, Yes, that, that get a lot of attention at these comic cons. Yeah. But you know, man, what I was going to say is, is especially Sons of Anarchy. Brother, there's been episodes. I don't, did you ever watch the show? It, it's a great. It's I, a, I saw you know here and there. It, it's you, a, know. you know, in my opinion, man, it's a great show. But brother, I saw some stuff on that show. Oh yeah, this should have been rated R. Right. Like in the theater when we were kids, and now this is on regular. Now, granted, it's cable television, but it's not on HBO. It's not on a premium service, man. It's on FX. Right. And I mean, they're dropping f bombs. I mean, they're showing. All, I mean, man, the, yeah. not not, not full blown nudity, but. They push it as yeah. far as you can push it, you know. And I'm just thinking, wow, man, how crazy it is where we're at with that kind of entertainment society. I mean, I'm not complaining, man. And obviously it's on a, at a later hour where kids maybe won't be as exposed to it, right. you know. So so parents still do have a little bit of a of, of a buffer there, you know. But it's just kind of just showing how culture has kind of gotten more mature. Another huge one, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, man, no best show ever in my that opinion. was that was huge that yes man uh they just celebrated their 10-year anniversary that's amazing it, it is it makes me feel old <laughs> you know now granted it was on for what eight seasons i think seven or eight probably something like yeah. that i can't remember i love the show and i can't tell you how many seasons it runs. it just feels like it was just yesterday yeah i mean for real yeah. man it sure as hell doesn't feel like a decade ago yeah. But you know, man, that that's a good segue just back into the Comic Con culture itself, man. It, it's older, all encompassing. Older, older TV shows, you know, like you know, uh, Knight Rider, oh, eighteen, yeah. eighteen, bro. How did we not bring up the eighteen yep. yet? You know, which we, Chris Eisenberg, I know we brought you up a few times today. We we discussed it yesterday. He's definitely wanting to come on. He's definitely wanting to do this thing. Uh, you know, and I know we're probably getting close to wrapping up here in a little bit, so. You know, I want to go ahead and send a shout out to the Fellowship of the Ring, Mike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Before I forget, yeah. I forgot him last week. In fact, you know what, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Millennium Wrestling Federation <laughs> <laughs> will be having their next show July 29th, located at 508 Howard's Creek School Road, located right here in Lincoln, North Carolina. Once again, MWF Live. You can find them on Facebook. So I want to get that out, man. I want to get that out to my boys down there. Rancho, man, they were they were full gear. Full gear, man. So once again, professional wrestling is also a part. Absolutely, it is of Comic Con culture, Absolutely. man. And these guys, if you've not looked them up, once again, man, I'll add some links on this thing. They uh, they have these little vignettes. I'm actually a cameo in one of them, uh, and they're doing real cool, man. They're promoting us as well. You know, I talked to Chris Solar yesterday, man. We're going to start trying to promote each other and. And keep each other, um, you know, relevant in our in our individual broadcasts and our individual uh, projects that we're doing. And man, if you get a chance, guys, check them out. The humor is ridiculous, oh, man. Yeah. It's yeah. so silly. It's so it's funny. It's funny, man. But they are just so so out there. It, it's you have to see it to you have to just see it. 
you know. And if you haven't been to the MWF in a while, go back, check them out again, man. Uh, I've always said, if if you especially especially if you have kids, what better way to get the kids out of the house to have oh, yeah. a good time? It's inexpensive. You know, Mike. Here's the thing, man. People will take their kids to a movie. Uh-huh. These kids are going. They're going to want to run around, man. They're going to want to scream. They're going to want to talk. They're going to want to laugh. You can't do that at a movie. Not not even talking about how much money you're going to drop at a movie yeah. theater, man. You get exactly. a couple kids in, man. You give them oh. some popcorn, bro. You dropping twenty, thirty, forty dollars easily, man. Easily. And that's on the low end, bro. Or you can take them up here to the the Millennium Wrestling Federation, man. Let them run around. Let them yell. Yeah. Let them get oh, all that yeah. energy out, man. Save some money, God Almighty, man. They are so family friendly. They, they they do it on a budget. Man, they don't make no money either. You know what I'm no, saying, man. Yeah, they they ain't doing it for man. that, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, take your kids, man. Go If you haven't been in a while, go back. Check them back out, man. They're constantly uh, bringing people in. They're constantly uh, improving their, their work, man. They're constantly, you know, just striving, man, to be the best they can be. Give them a chance, man. If you ain't been, go back. Yeah. Um, you know, if you need a good family-oriented uh, entertainment venue, go there, man. Take your kids. Your kids will love it, man. Absolutely. They'll eat it up, man. Yeah. Especially when you got the Fellowship of the Ring. Man, oh my God, these guys are hilarious, yeah. man! And we've been, you know, we've both been on a lot of their their videos, yes, YouTube videos, yes. So we pretty well hijacked them to where, like, <laughs> hey, listen, listen, <laughs> listen, guys, <laughs> you're going to put but, over the podcast. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've done enough of yours. We're, we're, it's time for you to come on start, and do this one. Yeah, start, yeah. start, and I would love to see those guys do their own podcast yeah. or podcast. Yeah. You know, there's only one podcast. Well, only one podcast, <laughs> but. They're puds. They are puds, man. They, are puds. They, they they definitely fit the uh, description, man. But going back to what we talked about last week, Mike, you know, man, there's enough ears out there. Do your own thing. Absolutely. You know what, Mike? I, I don't want to. I'm not going to call the man out by name, but uh, a friend of mine just so happened last Sunday after we did our pod or a podcast was talking about doing his own podcast, yes. and so I hit him up, you know, on on his Facebook. I'm like, do it, brother, do it, you know. He hits me up, and he's like, hey, what all goes into this thing? And, you know, Mike, i got to be honest with you, brother. I know we, we kind of put it over. It's like, oh, it's easy peasy, nothing to it. Well, I started writing out all the steps, and I'm like, well, you know what, man? Maybe there is a little bit more right. to it, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. uh, there, it's like any hobby, man. Yeah. It's going to take a little, you know, you got to spend a little bit of money. you got to get a little bit of equipment, man. It's going to be a little. Some weeks are going to be better than others. You know, you're going right. to have to experiment. You're going to have to fail a little bit, you know, to, to succeed. But uh, my my best advice is just get it down. Yeah. Just record it. Yeah. Then we can figure out everything yeah. else, man. Just get that son of a bitch on yeah. on a hard drive or something. Then you can start figuring out how to get it up for everybody to hear it. But uh, that made me feel good, Mike. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he's t- man, his idea. Like I said, I don't want to yeah. call him out. I don't want to put no because his situation's a lot different than ours, man. His, right. The partner he wants actually lives far away, so it'd be like a long distance type thing. And I imagine that would be tough. I, that's why I even told him. I said, yeah. "Look, brother, that's way outside my experience. Me, and Mike, are in the same room. We have one mic. Right. You know, we but it, it, it can be done. It can be done. I, I know. It can you be know, done. Cornette's podcast. I know him and Brian Last are not in the same room every right. week. Right. So it's a long distance because, because you know, the same with Pritchard and Conrad. Yes. Yeah, you know, they're definitely not in the same room at the same time, but they make it work. But you can make it work, yeah. you know. But as far as us giving advice, man, we may not be the best people. But it's out there. It's out there, man. There are. There and, are. and like I said, once you get it on tape, quote unquote tape, hard drive, whatnot, yeah. then, you know, hit me up, man, and I can yeah. help you get it on. Because, man, it's, it was a little bit of a chore finding a hosting site that's right. for free and unlimited. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, podcast.com. Anybody out there listening, it's podcast.com. It's right. free. It's unlimited. Thank God for them. You know, I want to put their website over. Uh, 
but yeah guys like I said man uh, you know Mike just to kind of start wrapping this thing up once again it was a tremendous day yesterday it was it really was you guys everyone involved with making this thing happen you and everyone else man deserves a, t a huge pat on the back man you deserve uh, uh, just so much yeah, appreciation for you guys yeah. Yeah. I, and I know you know Becky Revis uh, Billy Marsh uh, Amanda Moore Dante Patterson I mean just shout out so many people that without it it just wouldn't happen it wouldn't be you know I mean and to everyone you just named from me Jason Finger a citizen you know just a, a patron if you will thank you guys thank you well, we everyone it. Mikey just mentioned and you as well man thank you guys and I can't wait for the next one, brother. I mean, I'm literally over here, like, I'm ready. Is there a date yet, man? Have you guys got it or anything? We're, we're, we're throwing around a date. Okay. Uh, it'll probably be around the same time. Okay. As long as everything falls into place. Sure. With booking and everything. But, yeah, you're looking at the same time. Mid-July, yeah. give or mid take. July. Give or take. Right around mid-end July. Yeah. Well, brother, I cannot wait, man. And uh, once again, brother, I appreciate this so much, Mike. I look forward to this every week. Um I hope the people out there listening or have enjoyed it. Like I said, uh, especially Wayne Sisk. Oh man, how did we go without talking about Wayne? Shout out to Wayne Sisk. He's <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's cut. Wayne Sisk, if you're listening, brother, you are coming up here, man. We were getting your ass in the pud cave. Oh, see, there you go. There, there's that. Wayne. I know music nerd. Huge man. This man has turned me on to such good music. Yeah. Um, I miss Wayne, brother. Yeah. We we've had some conversations. I went to my first Warren Zevon concert with Wayne Sisk. Um, you know, he's just turned me on to such great... I mean, Jackson Brown is another one he turned... The Fly Marito Brothers is another one he turned me on to. Uh, I already knew of the Almond Brothers, but he turned me on to some deep cuts that really got me turned on to him. I mean, just... Wayne, Wayne's a great guy, man. He, he's he's just a super cool guy. Super knowledgeable. I mean, this guy is a walking musical encyclopedia. And I can't wait to get him on here, man. Yeah. There's some other people that have expressed interest as well. I have a couple friends we we got to discuss, man, about when we can get them on. But... Uh, you know, Mike, I think for our first non-pro wrestling podcast, man, I think it went very well today. Absolutely. I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed it a lot. It was, it was kind of that after the event, after, you know, the past few days of getting everything, you know, situated and everything going, and, you know, this was a good release for everything. Yes. This was almost like the calming zen after, right. after everything. It's almost like a meditation or something. Right. Man, that you can just get all of it out now, yep. man. It's in the history books, and then, my God... Now, next week we're back to wrestling. Yes, yes. Now, we don't have a subject yet. We're, we're, we usually we've don't got, even. We've got up. several oh, subjects. Oh, yeah. We just haven't picked one yet. We just haven't picked one out that we're definitely going with yet. But, yeah. That's coming up. And, and you know, that's one thing I love about the podcast, Mike. You know, usually we figure it out about on Wednesday or Thursday. Usually while we're going to talk about it on Sunday, give or take. You right. know. And um, I love that, man, because it's just, you, you know, man, we have a little prep going in this thing, but we're trying to just do it off the cuff, man, you yep. know. Basically, we just want to do a conversation, and if you guys love it and or like it, I you know love man. I'm trying to really put it over here, but if you really like it, then man, it's even better. And and you know I've said in the past, well, we I don't care if anybody likes it or not. And I did it at first, you know. First of all, I don't care, man. If we got five people listening, cool. If we got two people, me and you, all right? Fine, who cares? Yeah, exactly. But you know, man, we've leveled out to about fifty as of right now. I was kind of looking at some of our numbers. We're looking around fifty listeners. Yeah. 
and now I do care a little bit, oh, you know, yeah. and uh, like I said, the profanity's trying to, you know, because I want to post this particular podcast on the Lincoln County, you may be from Lincoln, uh, Facebook site. Okay. I'm thinking people may, you know, because some people may not want to hear about the pro wrestling. Right. I don't know why you want it, people, but right. whatever, man, yep. nobody's perfect. But I'm thinking that maybe uh, this may hit a different audience, you know. Exactly. Uh, we may see more people, we may see less people listening. You know, who knows, man, but it's all about getting it out there and doing something we like and something we enjoy. And um, that's, I think that's really about all i got to say about it, bro. Awesome. All right, well, I guess, man, if uh, if there's nothing else, Mike, I guess we're going to start uh, wrapping it up. Absolutely, right. man. Well, until next week, Puds, thank you guys for listening. Mikey, once again, thank you and everybody else involved in Comic-Con 2018. Be a hero. Comic-Con was a success. I cannot wait to next year. And uh, until next week, same Pud time, same Pud channel. Puds are out. And not only that, David, I understand we're right at the end of our program. No, we have got to go. This has been a great event. There's some people out there that hate us for this.